I'm Aiden Matthews. And I'm Zack Snyder. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast, the one-stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. The show where, I'm sure you've seen the title, we've got a lot of YouTube news to talk about today. I wanted to get the hottest news out of the way first. The next Kingdom Hearts game will be featuring the racist cats from the Aristocats. That's Whoa. right. That's right. Wow. Honor of the classic Disney film's 50th anniversary. Square Enix held a, pr- a press conference back on. This is like a this is like a seven eight month old article. I thought this was like brand new. Oh fuck! <laughs> we're we're might late. Have come out. We're late. Might already come already, out. Maybe this was in Kingdom Hearts three, and I didn't know about it. We just uh, missed but, it. The, the racist cats. Wow. Racist cats from Aristocats. You think but, like Donald um, and Goofy sing along with them, and, and everybody wants to be a cat? They you know. You know, for like a solid like two seconds, I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I tried to get the Donald Duck impression out and like seeing like the cats do in Aristocats? And I was like, no, because that would be racist because that's what Disney did. It yeah. was not OK then. That's so, 100% what they did. I'm glad yeah. you talked through it a little bit more than Disney did at the time. Yeah. yeah, I usually think through things before I do them, which is a good quality to have. But also yeah. on another note. Uh, I cannot do a Donald impression. I think he's a funny motherfucker. It's hard I to do. I cannot get yeah. that voice. I don't think no. I can. I can do Goofy. I don't think I can either. Mickey? Sure. Donald? How? Mm-hmm. How? Where do you even begin? My dad used to be really good at it. And I I think I tried when I was younger, but it's been a long time since I've tried. So I'm not about to try right now. But it's it's not it's not easy. Save that for the personal channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zach yeah. attempts Donald Duck impression for 10 minutes. Anyways, welcome I'd back to the that. podcast. We're, we're, welcome back. We're back. Last episode was a little bit of a doozy, but we're, mm. we're coming coming in hot right afterwards to talk about some news. Was that a Groundhog some... Day reference? You just did was it? Was yeah, it? We're, we're Ned. Ned talks to, to Phil, and Phil steps in that puddle of water, and Ned's like... <laughs> That first step was a sure doozy, wasn't it? And he does that fucking horrible <laughs> laugh. <laughs> no, I forgot about that. So you're like, That's that funny. last episode sure was a doozy. And I'm like, that, I was That's just, just what I thought of. I was just saying it was a doozy. It's a good movie, though. You watched it. You watched it earlier. I did. Yeah, so. It's very enjoyable. One of my all-time It's very favorites. similar to uh, how this podcast goes, where it's like a cycle that never ends. and. You know, we start the episodes off the same way and they end the same way. But every time we record them, there's something new in the middle. Um, but yeah. in reality, it's just a very sad existence. <laughs> talking about YouTube for a couple hours only for none of it to matter. Anyway, you know, what are we talking about today, Zach? <laughs> we have uh, two really big... They're, they're minor. They're not that big. Two things. YouTube introducing something for for people to get paid in another way. And then Twitch introducing something for people to not get paid in a certain way. So we'll be talking about those two things. The dichotomy of man. The dichotomy <laughs> of man. Yeah. Money yeah. and no money. Money and no money. Speaking of money. Yeah. Our sponsorship. Sponsor today. Awesome Creator Academy. They're back. They listened to the last episode. They did not approve. So we're going to have to do like a regular ad read today. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely hey, not. corporate does that. And send us an it's, it's definitely got nothing to do with like me not finding a funny way to introduce it this week. It's it's really just got to do with Awesome Creative Academy. 
not happy with our <laughs> the corporate agenda ruining the podcast again. I hate this. Yeah. Story. So our sponsor today is Awesome Creator Academy with the YouTube Starter Kit. If you're getting started on YouTube and you have a little bit of money to throw around, check out the YouTube Starter Kit for only $99. $1,500 of value over dozens of downloads from templates for advanced YouTube thumbnails, channel artwork, and cards, lower thirds, royalty-free background music, fonts, and more. Pay one price, have unlimited access to future downloads as they come out. Check out the link in the description of the show notes. In doing so, you'll be supporting another YouTube podcast. Nice. Nicely done. Let yeah. me pull up the script here. Hold on. Um, yeah, there's all the things. Oh, here it is. Uh-huh. But, yeah. of course, if you do not have $100 and you still want to support podcasts, you can become a supporter on Anchor, period. At anchor.fm slash another dash YouTube podcast, you can decide to support us financially at $1. $5. Yay. Yay. Or $10 a month, ooh, ooh, and we'll yeah. read your name on the podcast. While we plan to do this podcast for a really long time, wink, the more financial support we have, the easier it'll be for us to maintain a consistent schedule. Wink. I don't know why that was written in the script, but. I don't know, but I will, I will BRB. I got to answer my phone. The, the telephone? Maybe it is corporate. They're finally getting to Zach. Roberto Blake is calling him up on the phone right now. He's like, why? Why'd you why'd you read the ad read in a funny voice? I told you. I told you not to do that. Yeah. It's not what Roberto sounds like. He's a very lovely gentleman. We appreciate his sponsorship and all he does for the YouTube community. Watch one of his videos not too long ago. He's over there talking about a Yeah, okay. You know, how so, to get a thousand subs. Very cool. Oh, that was back. that was in fact Roberto Blake. He he said that he approved of the ad read this time. He liked it. Good. Um, and he was curious about the winks that you added, but all in due time. All in due that. time. So it's good. Glad Roberto's keeping up with you, as you yeah. all should, by clicking the link in the description below to check out Awesome Creator Academy. Never have truer words been said. In Question: What uh, what is sure. YouTube adding to their their beautiful platform this week? What's a load or- of bullshit? More like let me <laughs> let me tell you. So, <laughs> being that I, I work on this podcast with, with Zachary, I am uh, more <laughs> patient to the to the YouTube news cycle, which very often is just like we changed a word in our terms of notice, and now we're sending an email to you, and it's like cool, whatever, I don't give a shit. But yeah. sometimes they actually be sending some interesting things. And this was one of them. The newest member of the super family. Super thanks. So what are super thanks? Well, they enable fans to support their favorite channels while giving creators access to a new source of revenue. It's essentially just donating money. That's all it is. It's another donate so if you yeah. If you view super chats on YouTube live streams, you can send money over to the streamer and then your little message will show up and get highlighted. Now it's that, but for YouTube videos. So you can donate directly to a video that'll go to the creator and you can leave a little message that people will see. And uh, I don't know. It's just kind of cool because YouTube as a platform, uh, while you can make money on it, it is very much through other means rather than fan supported. Twitch Mm -hmm. as a platform, its whole culture is around like, fan-supported monetization. Where do you get money from on Twitch? Through donations, through bits, through subs. Everything comes from the members of the site. YouTube, they kind of want you to get the watch hours and the subs and then use ad revenue to do it. But 
as Twitch gets bigger, as Patreon becomes more of a thing, YouTube's starting to be like, okay, well, maybe we should give other options that we can take a cut of because we're Google. So let's introduce some things. So we had Super Chats, now Super Thanks is here, which I think is pretty cool. Um, They show an example on this uh, blog article where they hit the thanks button on mobile, and then you can leave $2, $5, $10, or even $50. And then when you do it, it'll it'll show up down there in the comments so you can easily see who donated and whatever. And uh, it's just a nice little way to support creators because... You know, Patreon is a monthly thing, and uh, it's very much like you have to be into somebody in order to donate to a Patreon, where I feel like Super Thanks is like, if you just get a really good video, if someone just puts their heart and soul into a really good video, but you don't want to sub to them, you don't really want to watch them, you don't want (laughs) to like leave a like because you don't like your liked videos playlist getting too big, I could easily see myself being like, you know what, this was actually a really good tutorial, I'm never going to watch any of your shit again. But here's ten dollars. You did a great job, and then go on my way. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I agree. So I feel like this supports. If there's a really good video out there by a creator, and you just want to to help them in a different way, Super Thanks provides that, and I think it's pretty cool. It's 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 pretty neat. It's pretty neat. I think you do have to be at a certain size. You have to be a partner. Is um, the thing right? 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 So you know that one thousand subs, four K watch time that's also important to get this but as we said before it's the youtube keeps adding these layers of monetization uh, which is which is really nice i feel like it's it's funny because the the twitch news that we're going to have is going to be something that like youtube has done such a long time ago um while in the process as, as twitch is like working on their problems youtube's already solved YouTube was working on their problems that Twitch has already solved. Twitch has already solved. So yeah. it's 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 really better. funny to see how everything is kind of going in tandem like that. But uh, yeah, it's it's a really cool feature, and I I quite like it. I'm sure that if you've given out super chats through the or super thanks, that those comments will probably go up towards the top. So that'll be cool if you want to see your if you want your comment to be shown. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I should say. Uh, well, well, first off, I do have to say the first time I found out about this information wasn't through you, Aiden. It was actually through uh, Jax Films on Twitter, who I haven't watched his videos in a while, but he tweeted out, you can now simp for your favorite YouTubers. I just did. And it's him giving $50 to himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was I pretty like funny. Yeah. I like I like this a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. It's like, a, if you wanted to uh, make it make a video seem more hype, you just go on a different account and donate twenty dollars to yourself and be like, "Look, someone else already did. You should too." Like, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, sure. If you wanted sure. to be a money laundering scheme, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you will be giving YouTube money basically at that point. Yeah, you're sure. not getting not? anything back from that because YouTube does take a cut. Uh, yeah. They mentioned that this is their fourth digital paid good. Do you know the other three off the top of your head? Um, so it'd be Super Chat, right? Yep, that's number two. Super Chat, Super Thanks. They got those uh, those stickers. Mm-hmm. Super um, stickers, then, which I've never heard of before until yeah, reading this article. Yeah, and then probably their uh, their paid subscription model. 
that you can do. Which the I channel memberships. Called. Channel memberships. Yeah. Yep. Those are the four. I think out yeah. of all of these, Super Thanks is the best of the bunch. Because like I don't I know agree. people who use channel memberships. Stickers are like nothing, like money yeah. ones at all. Yeah. Super Chat is kind of cool, but it's only for like live streams. Super Thanks is like the most direct way of the bunch, and like obvious that people will know how to use and care about. Right. Um, so I'm I'm glad that fourth time's the charm here. We're we're getting something that's actually kind of useful. Hopefully they support it and don't drop it right away. <laughs> you know they tend to do that, but sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I did want to quickly say that YouTube is in a beta for uh, timed comments. So certain videos, you can go down to the comments, at least on mobile, I've noticed with a couple of videos, um, you can change the comments uh, organization from newest and best to timed, and it'll show you anytime anybody put a like timestamp of the video in their comment. So Which is kind of cool. I agree. I agree. I think it'd be cool if every video... That, or every comment that was ever made had the timestamp at which they commented that video. Um, that yeah. way you know if somebody's like, man, this is a dumb video, and they commented at the five-second mark. Like, yeah. You're like, yeah, I can just delete this and get go on with my life. But, well, not only yeah, that, it would it would prevent dumb. people from leaving dumb comments like that to begin with because then you just yeah. get yeah. ratioed. Huh. True. Out of True. existence. But that's another, of ratio, that's another cool thing. Can I can I can I mention this on the podcast? Um, Twitter is talking about having a dislike button. You have any thoughts on I, that? I I kind of like it. I do too, personally. I, do too. I know a lot of people were like, "Oh no, people are just gonna dislike Bob and Twitter's toxic," and uh, and, it, and it is, and yeah, it is yeah. true facts, facts. Best but I'm thinking about a world where I'm scrolling through the timeline. And I immediately see a post with like 12k dislikes. And then I'm like, oh cool, it's trash. I can move on. You know, like that's a right. good signifier to me of like, cool, awesome. Other people think this take is shitty. I have no need to interact, respond, or read it and move on. Um, and like I said earlier about the the YouTube comment thing with the timestamp, hopefully it'll prevent people from just saying garbage. <laughs> If they know they're going to get disliked to oblivion for saying dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Now, Um, Twitter will probably fuck it up in some way, and and that I'm worried about, but I like the idea. It currently says that, and this is also in a beta testing, not everybody's getting this currently, uh, but downvotes won't be public. So you'll only be able to see the upvotes. Uh, But yeah, they're, 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 they're talking about completely changing to an upvote downvote situation so the like button would just be gone um you you know whatever um i i like the idea like you said um because it's cool to like see that a lot of other people think this is cringe and i can just move on with my day yeah i like Um, it on youtube a lot the dislike button underrated (laughs) i i agree i do it with with certain certain things Twitter also got rid of fleets, and that's really funny. What was fleets? I don't even remember what fleets was. I don't think anybody does. Oh, yeah. Is that a, is that a bit? Or are you like dead ass? Don't no, remember? no, I don't. I don't. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Jay and I have made multiple jokes about it in the past, so I wasn't sure. Um, it was their like story feature, so you know, like Instagram stories, Facebook oh. stories, that kind of thing. It was that, but on Twitter, and hmm. uh, Twitter was noticing that a lot of people were just putting their tweets on that and sharing it through through fleets, and not using it for literally anything else. <laughs> Which, like, yeah, right? Why would you? <laughs> comes down to how people use the platform man you can't you can't just exactly take a feature from another platform if that platform will not support that type of content there's like what really bothers me about like igtv in retrospect yeah it's like yeah you are a photo-based platform to expect people to do vertical video originally and not just steal shit from tiktok and other places and just post it on igtv yeah that comes with a little bit of a of a not quite the fit for the members of this platform kind of thing. Whereas YouTube shorts, I can at least see like it's a video content platform. People make videos on their phone already on YouTube and post TikToks already on YouTube. Why not fulfill that ecosystem more? To me, it's a better fit. Um, It's it's funny that you mentioned IGTV because Instagram, the, the CEO of Instagram put out like a few months ago and said that, Instagram's no longer a photo only platform. They're like mm. they have they've fully embraced video to the point where used to at the very bottom in the center you would have the ad button where you could add a photo or video. Now right. it's their you their Instagram Reels, which is which is just TikTok. Like immediately it's just there in the middle. So they're trying to get people to watch primarily video on their platform. I'm going to I'm going to make a prediction weird. here. And this is not knowing anything about Instagram or having ever been involved in that ecosystem before. I could be completely talking out of my ass. Uh I think that hurts them long run. Probably, 5 years from now I think probably. that hurts them. Yep. Yeah. If, just cuz it used if, to be and primarily only if TikTok and YouTube don't go away, which I don't think they do. I don't think uh, they do either. If they both stay and are at the point where they're at now, being a third place shorts content when you were number one in photos, I can only see you losing money and losing members. But I could be wrong. Could be wrong. But I make I'm gonna make that prediction that like five years down the line that hurts them. Um Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. The the only issue though is that Instagram is owned by Facebook, mm. which means ultimately it won't matter. Facebook it won't matter do something yeah, to them to pick it up or do something different or Facebook's quirky like that. And unfortunately they're not really in a losing place right now. So. I think Snapchat's the same way, right? Yeah. Where Snapchat a, has been doing some weird things and like, I just don't care personally. Where Snapchat but, will never be a dead platform. I don't think Instagram will ever be a dead platform. They're yeah. like too big at a, at a certain point. Um, but I think the other option that people don't talk about is like, Dead doesn't mean necessarily shut down. It could just mean lack of relevance. And I think mm. that's what's happened to Snapchat. It is not yeah, relevant anymore. And I feel like Instagram could potentially go down that road if it is a second or third place and not competing in, in what makes its own self unique. Then, yeah, I could see it being less relevant over time. Um, but But is it less relevant in general or is it just less relevant to you? Right. I think that's mm. that's also an issue that I'm starting to sure. see where it's like there was a time and place where Facebook was super relevant to me and now mm. it is 
very much not so. Um, yet, there's a lot of 56-year-olds that are using Facebook every day. That's their platform. I think um, the difference there for me is I wouldn't call Facebook relevant currently. Yeah, I mean, I agree, yeah. And and, and that's coming from me not using it, me not wanting to use it. Yeah, I cannot, yeah, with a straight face, call it irrelevant like I can Snapchat and uh, several platforms. And I don't think yeah, Instagram I mean, is there yet. To be fair, I don't think they are there that's yet. True. That's true. Uh, but you know, being being in a an irrelevant kind of site is almost worse than death. Like you can go yeah. down the mixer road, fine road, if you want, <laughs> but it's almost sadder if you're like still open and still an option, and just nobody uses you. I'm trying to think you know. of like an example, and I guess it's like. Like MySpace? Snapchat's my big one. MySpace right? is, is one. Yeah. Like you can still use MySpace, but nobody... A lot of uh, DLive. Does. DLive's a very irrelevant platform. D-Live. Still open, technically. Bit Don't shoot. think it ever was relevant, but yeah. 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 Snapchat's an interesting one. I, Vidme. I've heard it? some things about like Snapchat trying to get bigger and doing some other things, and but it, it, it was such a thing where I was... I didn't have the way I didn't have a way to use Snapchat when it was super relevant for people my age. And by the time I did, I was I felt like I aged out mm. like I was it, was it was mainly a teenager thing, like a lot I of people thought TikTok, TikTok was right. But I think TikTok's but, a fun one because you know, we talked about Musical.ly on this podcast at one point. Dude, I had a Musical.ly account. My Musical.ly account transferred to a TikTok account. Yeah. Right. When they and we talked about Musical.ly at the time and we were like. Yeah. yeah, it's just kind of a goofy little whatever site yeah. for, for kids or whatever, but it's not going anywhere. Uh, and then Vine takes a step out. And we're all like, where's Vine 2? Where's Vine 2? And then Musical.ly is just like, I'm Vine 2, bitch. TikTok. Pretty now. much. Yeah. Um, but TikTok is a very rare example where they took a service and completely and radically not only changed it, but like consumed culture in a matter of a year or two. Yeah, and that is not yeah. what I think is going to happen with a Snapchat or an Instagram. I I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so, they do, but I I, I just you know, don't. Oops. If I can't if I can't recommend it to anyone, if I can't see a path forward mm, for anyone, yeah. then it's very hard for me to be like, yeah, it's a rel- I don't. I didn't think Mixer was at the time, you know. But I can at least say it for Facebook gaming because people are making money off of it. Like there's not right, there. and even Facebook has their groups, which I still think is very helpful and useful if you don't want to get on Discord or something, you know. But it's but it's like Snapchat. I couldn't tell you one thing that it does that other platforms don't already do. Yep. Um, and if Instagram turns into primarily video, then I have no I have no reason to to recommend it <laughs> to anybody. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we will kind see. of a little bit off topic here and just Aiden trying to predict the social media landscape, which always works <laughs> out well. And I'm always right. So you, you do have a know. pretty good record of being right when it comes to that stuff, though. Like, let it be known. <laughs> you know, I was the dumbass that was like, I'm going to make some IGTV content. And, and you were the one where it's like, you know, don't really think IGTV is going to do anything. So, you know, you're right on the idea good. of of short vertical content true. you were not right about the platform true yeah. very very true um anyways let's take a step back uh just want to mention those other things because they they technically are fairly new and relevant i thought it'd be interesting to sure. bring them up 
But uh, what's what's going on with with Twitch? There's they they being they being quirky. So, Twitch has been in I want to call it the DMCA shitstorm mm. for about a, a solid year or now. About and, yeah, uh, yeah. It seems like as time passes, it gets worse for them. Competition springs up. There's so many. Like we thought, Monster Cat was like the only one or epidemic sound, but now there's like stream beats and all these companies that are just literally making a profit out of Twitch's inadequacies when it comes to copyrighted music and live streams. It's yeah. wonderful. They're wonderful to talk about. Uh, but recently, Twitch has been trying to fix that and they put out a roadmap of all the things that they would like to do to try and help fix the situation. A lot of it is focused on VODs. So, like, the ability to unpublish individual VODs. Can't believe that wasn't already a thing. Select all VODs to unpublish. Select batches up to 20 to delete. Select all of them to delete. Watch them in a video producer. Like, things that can help you get through it. But out of all the interesting things that they mentioned in this roadmap that started in quarter four 2020 and is set to last quarter four this year, Mm. uh, 2021, one of the most interesting ones was the copyright claims manager. Be like, hmm, kind of heard that before. That what what is that exactly? And it is dead ass a three strike system regarding copyright claims. And if you hit those three strikes, you're like put on a on a little kind of a blacklist, if you will. And Twitch will have to review after a six month period if you were good enough to be able uh, to continue. To, to try and make money off of it. So they're just trying to give another tool to try and deal uh, with copyright claims, which I think is kind of cool. Also, like you said, very much a YouTube problem first that Twitch, after a year, is finally like, yeah, fuck trying to be original. Let's just <laughs> let's just verbatim yeah, steal that yeah. shit and use it for our own. And good for them. Good for them. It's they not a bad a month thing. afterward. Yeah. Right, right. It's... <laughs> It's one of those things when we talked about like YouTube alternatives to YouTube, we're talking about very big problems that we're going to make alternatives to YouTube practically impossible. Like one of those top three was copyright and handling it in a, in a way that copyright holders are going to be okay with. And it's like YouTube figured that out and they were the first one to figure it out. And now everybody else has to follow suit because... Twitch is more re- relevant and popular than it ever has been. Therefore, those music producers want their money. And so... They're going to get it, unfortunately. One way or another. They're going to get it, yeah. But now but yeah, you can it's, submit uh, counter notifications. So if you feel like it's been unjustifiably put, you can send the counter. It'll be reviewed. Uh, there's a repeat infringer policy, like I mentioned earlier. Just very much like simple, simple little things to add that wasn't just, hey, what if you could take a VOD and like delete it or watch it? Like this is actually, I think, a prominent step in the right direction. I think the only thing that worries me right now is that unless I'm wrong, it does seem like if your video is claimed at all, that is a strike. Mm -hmm. Uh, And unless you're able to get it, you know, retracted... Uh, that will be a strike. And so you got to be very careful with what you put out there on Twitch. Yeah. Unlike YouTube, where there's like a certain amount of leeway, usually you can get copyrighted 
claim for something. They'll just put an ad. Right. But these are like we're very much we're very much past the days where your channel could get taken down for having like a copyright strike immediately from a video just posted up out of nowhere. Right. Um, Right. YouTube gives you a little bit of a warning sign beforehand, like, "Hey, maybe you, uh, maybe you should, you should fix that." I, I literally this week, I didn't even mention on the your week on YouTube, but I had money from Patreon and shit, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I've had these four claims from Epidemic Sound that have been bothering me, and I'm like, I'm just gonna <laughs> get another month. So I paid for a month, then literally emailed Epidemic Sound and was like. Hey, I'm paying for your service. Why are there four claims on my videos? And uh, they responded literally a day later and went, oh, yeah, that is a good point. We'll get rid of them. And they did. They're all gone. Nice. And, just, and then when that month runs out, I'm probably just going <laughs> to continue doing my thing. Um, but as funny as that is, they are very lenient on that sort of stuff. And I, they they, are. You know, they are. I hope Twitch gets to that point where we can... Be a little bit reasonable with it, uh, but but this is a good first step. I, it's nowhere near as good as YouTube's copyright claim manager, obviously. Right. I, I feel like this is going to be very important to make sure that people aren't streaming full episodes of Pokemon or, you know, just flat out playing a Kendrick album in the background really loud and can barely hear the person speaking. Like, things like that. I feel like most people are going to be okay and won't have anything taken down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they really got to make sure these these big channels that are just outright stealing content, similar to early YouTube where people were just uploading uh, television scenes and movies, oh, yeah. right? 100%. It's the same thing. Eventually, hopefully, it'll get more nuanced where you can uh, do the whole uh, fucking, what's it called? Like free uh damn i really don't know what i'm talking about today you're waiting uh, for it i'm waiting for it fair use fair use right fair use, fair eventually use. hopefully they'll get towards the fair use thing but, uh, and they uh have yeah, some we'll different see. things down the road as well like multi-track audio support in twitch studio which they've mm-hmm. already added for obs yeah. but that'll help twitch out uh more clips they're planning on doing a re-architecture of the clips database so they can have better filtering and deletion capabilities. Um, better DMCA tooling on the back end will help a lot. Um, and again, all getting toward that that counter notification that you can just do from the creator dashboard. That's that's the final thing they have here. Yeah, I'm hoping after they get through these, which we'll have the article in the, the show notes or the description, you can check it out specifically. But I'm hoping after they get done with all of this, they'll do a retooling of the creator dashboard so it's not so stupid. So it's not so ugly looking. It's just it just makes no sense. There is, is like three different confusing. ways to get the different settings. All all of which should be in like one specific place. I don't get it. Like like here's a fun one. I'm at the homepage of Twitch right now. I click on Blue Catch Productions. We have an online option, share my activity, and then channel video producer and channel dashboard. And nope. still to this day, I look at these three. And I'm like, okay, but which one to get to the back end? Channel, right, makes sense because it's like my channel. So maybe my settings are there. But no, that just takes me to the the chat page. Video mm-hmm. producer makes sense. Like that sounds like a back end tool. But no, it's only one specific part of the back end. Yeah. And then it's actually creator dashboard. But damn, if all three of those don't sound the same 
and I still click on video producer to this day thinking it is that and it's not. And that's a simple like literal homepage hover over blue couch productions first click to even get to it. Mm-hmm. And not even like I'm we're not I'm not even in there yet. And it's and it's already like I ugh. I don't get Twitch sometimes. Here's something I, I just learned too. You can like Oh, okay, never mind. This is, something, this is something completely different. Never mind. Yeah, Twitch is weird, man. They're they're fucking stupid here. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get this at all. Um, their stream manager is all over the place and weird to follow. You got your analytics um, and community stuff are like all weird. There's different, like I said, there's like different settings in their creator dashboard, all of which are for different things, but then also... I'm not mistaken. Some of those other settings you can't even get through through the creator dashboard. You have to go through some other place. Um, so hopefully they'll. I'm praying for one day I just go to Twitch and it's completely different and a lot more intuitive, and like simplified. And they've gotten better with it. I I, I will sure. I will give them some credit. It used to be worse. They've gotten better with it, but but it is it is still very much a mess. I I agree. I would argue the, yeah, I just looked at all my socials out of all of them that I have. That's, that's the, the most complex back end of all of them. Yeah. 100%. Patreons is pretty close though. That one's kind of a mess. Yeah. So, yeah. They're, um, theirs is really weird too. I don't, I don't like, I just want to, I just want to update my goals. Is it on the page editor? Nope. <laughs> sure is it. You got to go to a different menu. To do that separately. And it's like, I feel like I'm clicking through three or four menus just to get to... Patreon's not complicated. You send people money, you edit a page, you add posts. Those are the three primary functions. And all of them are in three radically fucking different places. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's stupid. But it's still not as bad as Twitch. (laughs) It's still not as bad as Twitch, no. No, But that's that's the only comparable one. well i think we i think we covered everything today we did we talked about youtube we talked about twitch oh um youtube shorts i think now is gonna have the ability really soon to uh, add in music and shit like tiktok does yeah that's right i was gonna mention that it's literally just like tiktok does and i think they already do you can um can essentially open up a youtube short on your phone and it'll show you what sound they're using similar to TikTok and uh you can just go from there. I think there's here. there was something I heard about too of like being able to take parts from a YouTube video and take that audio for your short as well. Uh it's not quite copyrighted stuff, but just borrowing parts from other that one might not be true. I don't know, but I thought I heard that as well. You might be right. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I uh I don't usually you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use the okay. sound. Good. It's it's literally just like TikTok, um, which like they get you know, TikTok took the world by storm on short content, so makes sense for everybody else to follow you know follow them. I, think, I feel like YouTube so, can compete in the space, so I'm okay with them doing it. I agree. I agree. I I still I I scrolled a little bit through YouTube Shorts and Instagram Reels like a week ago just to see what kind of content they were sharing on there. And and the the inherent problem with these short-based content feeds 
is that they're a hundred percent algorithm based. You, mm. you can follow people and subscribe to people and there's a chance that those videos will show up first. But other than that, it is entirely dependent on what they want to show you at that moment in time. And what TikTok has over YouTube and Instagram right now is that they have some kind of ethereal godlike algorithm that just knows what you want to watch immediately. Yeah. Immediately, I'm very rarely disappointed in what comes across my face on TikTok. And part of that is I've used the platform for a couple of years now. They've got a lot of people that I've followed, commented and liked and they're able to tell like what videos I've watched all the way through, which ones I've rewatched, that kind of thing. So there's a leg up on that, right? But it also just seems, it just seems so much different because I went to Instagram Reels and it was just all Facebook videos from 2012. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Like awful yeah. pranks and like stupid content for, for, for fake families and just nonsense. And I'm sure that's on TikTok too, but I don't see it. I don't and see I think it on that's, the feed, right? that's the difference. Um, YouTube is a little bit different. You're getting a lot of like YouTube creators actually trying to make some short based stuff that fits well with their channel. Makes sense. But I haven't, I haven't spent a lot, a lot of time there. I'm still, still a very big TikTok viewer. I'm a TikTok stan. I am TikTok a TikTok for life. Stan, you know, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I watch a lot of TikTok. It's a little bit of a problem. If you could go to a TikTok convention, would you? Like a VidCon, but for TikTok. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. Well, like, if if you're watching videos and you're like, VidCon's a chance to meet some of my favorite people on the platform, maybe make some business connections. You know, if you had that for TikTok and you're like, that's the girl who took her bra off on TikTok and I can (laughs) meet her in a public setting. Okay, sure. I was going to say, like, <laughs> there'd be plenty of baddies there, so maybe I'd have a chance, you know? Yeah. But uh, it's very doubtable. Plus, I, I think the the one thing that I don't like about TikTok is that I don't really feel connected towards any particular channels mm. um, or, or users or creators. There's, there's definitely a couple that I, you know, watch everything that they put out, but... I I couldn't tell you Nothing their names on a right now. Kind of right, right. Or you and it's, somebody. It, it's it's a thing where like I the content's so short that you're coming there for pure entertainment, or if they've got an educational aspect to it, you're coming for that little tidbit of info you can get. Or if you're mm-hmm. horny, you know, you're getting that part. But like besides that, it, it's so bite sized and quick that like. I, I, there, there's, there's creators I watch every day on there, and I can't tell you their names. Do you want um, a, a really weird political analogy? Go for it. Go for it. I think that TikTok, and by extension, a lot of short-form content, is very much like socialism. Yeah, Everybody I was going to say like share. Mitt Romney, but yeah. Everybody begin to share, right? You're right. Spread out. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's winning, but nobody's losing. (laughs) Whereas YouTube, I feel like, is capitalism. There are most certainly some creators that are absolutely killing it, and that one percent that are at the top 
are loving it. But then you have like the 99% lower class who are out here struggling and YouTube will not help them and instead focus more of their time and resources and energy on that 1%. Yeah. TikTok, you know, we're sharing it all around. But I think what that means, though, as a viewer is if YouTube wants to keep you on their platform for long, then they have to do it by getting you attached to some channel. Anything. Mm. Anything that you've watched two or three videos, they are banking on the fact that you find a motherfucker to keep you coming back week to week. TikTok, meanwhile, with everything so short, their way to keep you there for longer is pure variety and nothing else. If they get you attached to a creator, you just watch their catalog and you leave. And then what? You wait for them to post a new video and they only get one minute of watch time and you leave the platform again? Like TikTok can't afford to keep you addicted to one motherfucker. It's just not enough time to have. And there's not big enough catalogs. They want you to to check out everything. And both approaches are fine. And I think that's interesting. Uh but that but that kind of makes me wonder, like, are there really like TikTok creators per se that are like at the top and killing it? Or is it just more of a thing where I'm good at TikTok, but I also do other things because it's spread out more evenly and everybody gets views on TikTok. It's not necessarily a special feat one way or the other. There, um, There's definitely a lot of TikTok celebrities that have like millions of viewers, um, mm-hmm. millions of followers. Uh, but it's a thing where, first off, the creator to viewer ratio on TikTok is a lot different than YouTube. You know, there are way more, there are way more viewers on TikTok than there are creators. Just sheer volume. Less people are creating on the platform than watching. Um, and so that is why, like, in a socialist kind of fashion, any video you put on TikTok has a chance of getting a lot of views just because there are more people watching stuff than creating stuff. Um, but then also, if you look at YouTube, you know, there's a lot of creators. Still, there's more people viewing on YouTube than there are creating, but it's... Sure. It, it, smaller, it's been smaller. around for a long time. I think it's smaller. And I think it's like when you go to watch a YouTube video, you are looking for some of the best of the best because you're going to be spending at least a few time, a few minutes of your time watching this creator. Meanwhile, like you said with TikTok, like, bro, I could, I could see a video that's not even interesting to me and, it, and, and swipe past it. But then the next one be a hundred percent like my thing. And I never know what that next thing is going to be. It's also, it's, it's, it's honestly just addicting. That's what, it, that's what it I'm comes sure. down to. I'm sure it's a very fun process. Um, and I'm not, and I'm not putting down one system over the other. That's just yeah, 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 for something sure. I've noticed. Sure. It's just like, you're right. Though. I wonder right. if there's a case where, you know, there are people who do well on TikTok. Sure. But it's not the same as like. Back in the day when Smosh put out a new video and it was like a religious experience where everybody gathered around to be like, are they going to rap about Pokemon? Is Anthony going to bring out a carrot <laughs> and food battle? You know, like this kind of this kind of like fandom level shit mm-hmm. where it's entirely almost focused on one creator and YouTube's OK with that because they're longer form videos and they can keep you around for longer. Right, right. It was, well, I mean, it was I like, like when, algorithmically they, they push these systems. It's not just like strengths and weaknesses. YouTube wants you to <laughs> find a motherfucker, at least one. 
They can get yeah, you with more, yeah. great, but their priority is not variety. Their priority is giving you the one thing you like, and then, you know, not not much more after that. You're right. You're right. That's why I have a harder time finding new shit on YouTube. Or if I wanted new shit on TikTok, it takes two seconds, and I'm there. It's so easy. There's definitely times where I'm watching TikTok, and I'm be like, man, I, I kind of want a little bit more of this, but it's not really easy to find more of that. Um so you just don't get it. Like that's just search isn't really like much of a thing is. though. Right? Like it's if, you're, there, if you're using it as intended, but it's, you're just kind of scrolling. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. The search is more along the lines of like hashtags and songs yeah. and creators. Uh you're not really gonna be able to like search I wanna watch videos about you know I just mean like books. searching for a creator, like, right? Like I gotta see what the new Right, right, right. Britney Very rarely Parker video is, you know. Very rarely am I searching for a creator. Usually I forget their name. So I go to my followed list and I'm like, oh, what was their name again? Let me go click on them. See what they've been up to. And go from there. But uh, that's very rare. Usually I'm just scrolling through the For You page. Don't even scroll through my following page. Like the people mm-hmm. that I deliberately hit follow, very rarely scroll through that. And uh, usually have a better time when I'm not scrolling through that, which is wild. So... Weird platform for sure, but I your your analogy makes a lot of sense. I'm good, good. I'm glad it wasn't like no, that was really weird. Why would you compare TikTok to socialism? That makes no fucking sense. I'm glad there was like a little bit of. I kind of see it. I kind of see it. Yeah, I wanted to compare TikTok to Mitt Romney, but your socialism <laughs> thing made a lot more sense. <laughs> now there's gonna be some socialists listening to this and be like, I gotta check out TikTok. I'm yeah. hyped for all this social. There's not a lot of socialist content. I mean, maybe there is actually of, there. There's a lot of like Gen Z, eat the rich. That's that's where the whole um, what's her name? Nico Nico Lull. She got mm. really big for doing the, the okay, okay boomer. boomer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was maybe. all TikTok, baby. Yeah. Maybe the socialist agenda is thriving on TikTok. Yeah, it is. It is very based. I agree. Very based. I got no problem. But, yeah, cool. Well, we uh, we talked about something that wasn't intended once again. So that's cool. This one's a little oh. more on topic to the podcast, though. So I'd say that's a plus after after last week's mess. And we at least covered a variety of news from a bunch of different places. We did. Just YouTube. We did. We got so some Instagram in there, some, some Twitter, some TikTok, Twitch, whole nine yards. Yeah. Last couple, of week, last couple of episodes went a lot... We went a lot more de- deep into things than I thought we were going to. So that's cool. Yeah. Real quick, before yeah, yeah. we end, because I, I was interested in when we were talking about, like, you know, the, the primary apps for things. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think are the the industry-leading platforms for each scene right now? Mm, okay. So, I mean, like, YouTube is still the video. Ones. Right. YouTube is still 100% video. I don't think mm-hmm. you're, I don't think you're putting out video content that's not on YouTube first. Um, yep. Twitch is live streams. I agree. I still think still. YouTube's catching to, up. They're number two, but they're not. They're getting there. there. But 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 Twitch is live streams. I think in terms of typical influencer influencer marketing is what I'm going to call it. I think that's Instagram. Whether that's images, whether that's video, whether that's like anything in particular, I think if you're trying to be a young, hip influencer, 
trying to be a model. You're trying to like, you, you kind of get what I'm saying. That that's bit, what yeah. that's what Instagram is doing. Um, and then audio is like, I mean, I mean, I u- we use Anchor right to right. do podcasts, and I think that's, that's still more the of a distribution thing. Place. It is. I think if you're going for audio to listen. I mean, you're you're right in between Spotify and, and Apple Music, and some people will, some people die over one of them. So one of the hills, yeah. One of those. It's two. hard for me, to, you know. But I really, you don't have to decide. Just pick Anchor and do both. <laughs> just pick Anchor and do both, right? But if we're talking like audience listening, it's one of those two. For the mm-hmm. simplicity of this conversation, just use Anchor and distribute to both. Yeah, I agree. Right. Right. Um. Then we have short form, sure. short form videos. Short form content is TikTok. TikTok you know, there. Okay. 100%. Not downing that one. And then written content, like medium.com seems to be the best that I've seen. Mm. Uh, LinkedIn probably is a good one for that, I bet. LinkedIn, LinkedIn is really, comes. LinkedIn is pretty good for that if you're doing like really like business oriented stuff. I've, I've yet to see LinkedIn be useful for anything outside of the business sphere. And, mm. uh, I've I've worked on LinkedIn content in the last couple of years, and that is still, still very very business focused. Um, and then, like that's all the main ones I know. That's it. Yeah. Unless you have more. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 really it. If what if I want to draw it, furry porn, Zachary? Which site well, should I go to for furry I only, porn? Only Deviant Art. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Just wherever I'm not at, you know. <laughs> Away from me, but no, there's like visual digital artists. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who, uh, if you're doing through that, if you're doing art stuff, honestly, I think Twitter. Twitter right now. I think yeah. Twitter is the place to to promote art stuff. Obviously, there's there there's other platforms for that, and more artists know that. But I think Twitter is probably the best place for that. Um, Twitter's also really good for like being in the the discussion. You know the. The zeitgeist being relevant. You're going to go to Twitter to talk about things that are happening in the now. Um, and then if you're trying to if you're trying to communicate with homies, like Discord, right? Discord is a big like community hub. Thing. Gilded a slight number two, like very close for no, sure, but not quite. <laughs> Gilded ain't no... Man, the fucking... No one cares about your Discord knockoff. Stop. <laughs> Get Skype number help. three, Gilded number two, maybe Gilded for, number number three actually is TeamSpeak, then Skype. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta answer this phone calls. You down to end the podcast? Oh yeah, sure. sure I'm down. Right. Well, I've been Zach, and I've been Amy. And thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye. Peace. I don't. I don't ever want to hear Gilded ever again on this podcast. <laughs>